Hello and welcome to Worker Placement, the gaming podcast that's recorded while I drive to work. I'm your host, Jake Delapic. It's Tuesday. I'm not feeling super great, but I'm committed to this podcast, and so we will power through. Tuesdays means Trending Tuesday, and this is a really loose trend, that's an air quotes, if you will, but I want to talk just a little bit about games as a teaching tool. So what does this mean? Well, I have a four-year-old now, which, holy cow, and holy poop, and wow, alright, but, you know, she's a smart little cookie who is sassy and has her own world and opinion and sometimes doesn't like to do or learn things. And so, one of the things I've been trying more recently is to gamify some things. So, picking up your room isn't nearly as bad and hateful if I time you and we keep track of your fastest cleanup times. Uh, we are trying to gamify some other things, too, like putting your shoes and jacket away, or eating your dinner. You know, any way we can basically turn the concepts of a game, which are arbitrary rules that we all agree to for the purposes of fun. If we, if we can find a way to employ this to help her learn something or do something that she otherwise wouldn't do, you know, that's what we've been doing. So, uh, in addition to that, another way that this can be utilized is actual games that help teach uh, core, core concepts or building block concepts. So, here you go. So, my, my daughter's not the best problem solver in the world. She's great linguistically, but her spatial and mechanical skills are lacking to a fairly hefty degree. And so, I've been trying to teach her problem solving, using her brain to try and puzzle something through. And what's been great for that is I have this game, I have a huge Steam catalog, let me just say, like, I'm not trying to brag, it's actually kind of depressing, but not at the same time, I have over 500 games on my Steam account, and uh, granted, I've played a lot of them, not all 500, mind you, but I've played a lot of them, and... I was spent some time the other day going through them to see what could I use in an educational environment for my daughter. And what I found was a couple games, but the first one that I found was Scribblenauts. So if you're not familiar with Scribblenauts, this game is brilliant, okay? Whoever thought of this game is just so smart, but then whoever coded it is even smarter. So, here's the idea of the game. You have a magic notebook. Anything you write in it happens. So, you can add adjectives to things that already exist. Or, you can create brand new objects by writing them down. 
and you use those to help you solve puzzles. So for example, the very first level of the game is help the farmer clean his pig. So you literally sit down and you think, okay, what could I use to clean the pig? And then you type it in and poof, it happens. And then you, you do whatever that is and it cleans the pig. Okay. So basically what I do is I give my daughter the prompt, you know, whatever it might be, help this plant grow. And she tells me what I can do to make the plant grow. And then I type it in and we do it and see if it works out. So this game has been lots of fun and hilarious. And uh, sometimes she doesn't, you know, sometimes the prompts are a little harder. Like uh, one of them, I had to build a robot. So I literally just had to, to do that one because she had no idea where to start. But if it's like help get this cat down from the tree, that one she's great with. You know, so it's kind of a neat teaching experience because we get to play this game, but at the same time, she's definitely being pressed to learn something, to develop her acuity, and I think that that's a really good idea. I also am excited to share other games with her in the future once she gets more capable or older and reading becomes more of a thing for her. I'd love to put her in front of the Portal games. Uh, I'd like to put her in front of the Prince of Persia games, uh, several other puzzle-solving games that I have, Anti-Chamber, The Ball, lots of older kind of puzzle-solving games. And just let her loose, you know? Let her try and conquer these things. And that's something cool that games can do, is that they can provide this educational experience if you allow it to be educational. So, like, I have a typing game. I have a game about adjectives. I have, a, I mean, like, there's some crazy games out there uh, that are just hilarious to me that those even exist, you know? Somebody created Typing for the Dead, okay? It's, it's a zombie shoot, like, classic zombie shooter where you type the words to shoot the zombies, so, there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Short episode today, I guess. I, like I said, I don't feel great. And I don't have much more to add to this topic. I just think it's really cool as a parent to be able to use games to teach my kid. Because they're, you know, they're fun for her and they're fun for me. So... I think that that's just an all-around better situation than me just telling her, like, hey, look at this book and do this thing. You know what I mean? So, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. It's a big one. Ugh, wasn't getting around that. Man, I just don't feel great. Um, what are your thoughts? What are some games that you may want to share educationally with some people? Uh, you hit me up at TLAP on Twitter, Jake Tlapik on Instagram, or go to www.tlap.com, listen to all the episodes, and leave your comments and your thoughts. I'm looking forward to some new uh, formats and episodes. Should be kind of neat. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know what else to say. Uh, hit me up. Love to hear from you. Again, 
uh, sorry about today's episode. It's just uh, I'm not feeling good. So my brain's kind of all blech, blech. So, yeah. But until uh, next time, remember to uh, play games, my friends, and most importantly, have fun. We will talk tomorrow. Bye-bye for now.